0: Hello, my precious, precious podcast listeners. Uh, just before we start this episode, I just want to give you a heads up that uh, when we were recording this episode, uh, two interesting technological things happened. The first technological thing that happened uh, was that Michael Hing on his end recorded all of our voices because uh, we're, we were in different uh, we were in different locations across the country, and uh, I say across the country. Me and Hing were probably about. five kilometers from each other in Sydney and Luca was in, in Melbourne. But, uh, anyway, Hing recorded his audio and also, um, part of the zoom call. Um, which means that the first like three to four minutes, uh, me and Luca don't sound so flash. Uh, what I could have done is used that track where it's, Hing has a nice voice and then me and Luca don't and used our audio every time we talk and then ducked out, uh, the zoom audio. But like, honestly, I'm not going to do that. That would take so long. And you know what? You guys can just put up with us sounding like not amazing. You can still hear the words. Could you get off my back for like a a, a, a second? Okay. Uh, the second thing that happened, you guys, is that Luca from Melbourne, uh, he didn't notice, but after about 41 minutes, uh, his Zoom recorder filled up with, with audio. It's just to the brim. Uh, which means that his audio cuts out after 41 minutes. So there's like 10 minutes of this pod where you're not going to be able to hear Luca. And rather than just put out a baffling conversation with me and Hing where you can't hear the third party, I thought we'd just sort of round it out at 41 minutes. Um, Interestingly though, the first technological problem would have solved the last one if Hing hadn't fixed it after three minutes. But You know what I mean? That's just how life goes. Uh, Thank you all for listening to this show. And uh, it's a real fun app. I can't wait for you to listen to it. If you want to chat with other people about this show, uh, there's a real fun discord. Uh, It's like a sub discord of Michael Hing's uh, discord for Michael Hing Freaks. You can find that. Oh, I don't fucking know. He has it pinned to some uh, thing on his Instagram and you have to battle wits with a dragon or something to get the url but you know you can find it if you really if you if you really if you really want to join the discord we 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 tend to make it as difficult as humanly possible for you to do so but that's because the only people there are pure of heart uh all right here's the ep guys
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the internet's greatest and most successful brave podcast. My name is Michael oh. Hing. Yeah, that's what it is now. That's how you think. Um, My name is Michael Hing and joining me as always is mm-hmm. a man who doesn't seem very brave today, it seems. Ben Jenkins. How about doesn't, it, ben? doesn't
0: seem very brave today.
1: Well, I just said we were being very brave and you sort of, you were skittish about a, it. I made
0: a whimpering noise. You're not <laughs> wrong. Um, <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I'm about to do something very brave after this podcast record,
0: but I'll, uh, I'll fill you in when we, uh, when we bring in our our delightful guest,
1: well let's bring him in shall we uh he is obviously one of the one of the all-time great guests here on the podcast i think Mm. because he had he had some sort of interaction with a foot fetishist which i think we found quite amusing he uh (laughs) runs several comedy (laughs) shows and stuff in melbourne his brand new show Yeah,
0: he lives in melbourne which i learned today i thought (laughs) because the only other time i've met luca i met him in I met him in Sydney. Don't say his fucking name till I introduce him. All right? No, I think this is good because they're like Luca who? <laughs> who the hell? Who um, The one from the song? The lady? Is <laughs> the, the lady from the song? Do they have the lady from the song?
1: It <laughs> is Luca uh, Molla. I really G'day, built Luca, up that i might be going? the lady from the song.
2: <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be tuning out on mass. They'll be so pissed off that it's not the lady from the song. Um, I'm quite good, man. How are you, boys?
0: yeah we're pretty good man we're yep. pretty good yep. uh hing just uh, slandered me by saying i'm not brave hing and luca would someone who's not brave go bouldering now that i
1: say it out loud
0: <laughs> potentially they, they would and almost, maybe, exclusively, maybe yeah. almost
1: exclusively maybe almost exclusively they would yeah. bouldering is the cowards rock climbing isn't it yeah uh, who are you going bouldering with because i certainly wasn't invited benjamin
0: you weren't. Uh, I'm going bouldering <laughs> with friends of the podcast, uh, Demi Lardner <laughs> and
1: uh, David Harmon. Oh, sure. Okay. Which I believe Demi. also now means that we're in a polycure. So. <laughs> uh, Demi and Dave, I'd say both quite cowardly. Both quite cowardly. I think you are going Demi to the is cowards. very brave.
0: Demi has, Demi has berserker bravery. You know what I mean? Oh,
1: she's very stupid.
0: I don't think she's brave.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, she's very good at rock climbing. She's very good at bouldering. Yeah, no, I can imagine that. Yeah, her. I've
2: seen her posted on her Instagram story before. That's intimidating. Have you done it much before? Or have you
0: just been the first time I've ever done it?
1: Damn. I've
0: done rock climbing where you have the rope and your dad hoists you up there.
1: As an adult, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, I've not not scaled a rock face as an adult. Right. I don't Uh, think. Maybe a uni man, Scott Huntington, used to do it a
1: bit. uh, But but Luca, you're a bit of a fitness freak. Yeah, Luca's probably
0: probably (laughs) the buffest person we've had on the podcast. Yeah, surely not.
1: What about. Michael Hing. he's pretty buff. Oh, these how days. dare you? How dare <laughs> you? How show. dare you bring my my disgusting <laughs> body into this? Maybe
0: Tom Tom Tommy walks at the height of his deadlifting was pretty. Yeah, cool.
1: yeah. But it, but boy. I think generally speaking, we only get Tom on the podcast when he's in sort of a real trough of both <laughs> mental and physical fitness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, when, uh, Tom,
0: <laughs> when Tom was doing his deadlifting a lot, and I was thinking about getting into it myself, I said to him, Tom, is it true that Like, you can shit yourself while deadlifting. And he, like, without, like, skipping a beat,
1: was like, it's not an if, it's a when, Ben. (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, My trainer uh, recently showed me a video. Uh, She recently showed me a video of a woman uh, deadlifting, and while she was deadlifting, she was wetting herself, um, Mm -hmm. but just kept doing reps. So just... Did, did your trainers
0: show you this to inspire you because you were, you
1: were being cowardly about something? <laughs> or, yeah, basically. I was saying, like, oh, I'm a bit worried about, like, I was like, oh, I'm a bit worried about dropping the weights or something. And, you know, just, <laughs> just like everyone looking at me. And she was like, she was like, check out what happened here a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and then. Oh, um, this was in
0: the gym. This
1: is at the Insel Aquatic Center. Yeah, oh, sorry, that maybe I shouldn't were, say that. Oh, it doesn't that's matter. Where,
0: that's where my son learns to swim.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. And she. Now, we
0: were there, to, Michael and Luca. I was there today.
1: (laughs) Oh no! In that building
0: where this piss
1: happened, (laughs) and the the, lady—the fact that the lady wet herself while deadlifting—fine, whatever. It was the. It was the fact that she kept going with the reps that really got me. Like, I if know. He- She's already wet herself.
0: She's not going to unwet herself by stopping lifting weights. Do you know I what I'm saying? Say that's true. That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Good, yeah. yeah I don't you, know. She's not going to
0: slop it back up there by putting the weights down. <laughs> that's true.
2: That's true. Was but, this – I feel like you did piss yourself and then wanted to stop and your trainer was like, mate, that's not what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. not yeah. how we I run she things. Let's like see how we braveriest? do things here at the Ian Thorpe Centre. This is just weakness leaving the body. Luca,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you're... So- uh, so look, you're a you're you're a you're a you're a, you're, a, you're, a, you're a buff fellow. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a
1: weird. <laughs> I was going to transition in voice. Just <laughs> I was going to transition into asking Luke about his comedy show, but what, I, I want to
0: <laughs> ask him about his, about his body muscles.
2: <laughs> I, I saw a guy. I went to the gym this morning, right? And, uh, uh, this is uh, classic, classic
0: well, <laughs> Luke. I went to the gym. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> there, there's a guy. He wasn't there this morning, but uh, there's a guy who's often there. This real old Japanese guy. I would guess like mid to late sixties, mm. and he always wears a full lycra kit Hell he wears yeah. this little sort of lycra singlet that uh unzips in the middle and he unzips it about halfway down his chest and then he wears full tights and he wears the toe shoes where each of your toes gets an individual little section yeah and he wasn't there but then i went to a cafe afterwards and we've never spoken i've noticed him at the gym maybe 10 times or something like that yeah never talked to him no interactions then i went to a cafe after the gym and he was there and as i walked in he went oh hello mate
0: oh <laughs> it's like seeing a teacher out of school
1: yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> did you freak out, or did you? Were you? Did you play it yeah, real Luke, cool? Luca went fucking <laughs> ballistic in the cafe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was pissing and was <laughs> take those shoes off. <laughs> um, but also, Luca, you're, uh, you're 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 what three, four shows into the comedy festival now? How's comedy festival going this year? Man,
2: it, it's awesome. Um, yeah, it's been real good so far. So I'm just waiting for everything to come crashing That's down. That's funny because I've a lot people me. who are having a, a real bad year this year. <laughs> <laughs> people seem very stressed, and I think it's because the ticket sales are coming in late because of COVID. Like, who would ever dare to plan ahead? Uh, so yes. they're sort of, course, of coming course. in day off, which is pu- causing a lot of panic for a lot of people.
1: I think. Um, what's your show about? Just give us the one sentence uh, view of your show this year, because think...
0: if you want to do a paragraph, you can do a paragraph. No, you don't no. have to. We're not. We're not. Single, we're not studio sentence. fat cats asking you to fucking pitch to us. You know, you take give your time. Give me the
1: elevator pitch. Well, this
0: can be an elevator pitch, and, but it's one of those elevators in Dubai that take, like,
1: <laughs> a long time. It's in that, that Burj Khalifa. It's in yeah. some sort of 800-story tower. Yeah, you take your time, Luca. Um,
2: it's a comedy show I actually did set out In the lockdown To write a full show A full hour of comedy About mm. the guy In the Guinness Book of Records Who ate an aeroplane Oh yeah him. yeah 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 That was my idea Because I was severely Mentally ill While locked down. <laughs> yeah. And this I got about out. I reckon I got about Five minutes of material And then I was like Fuck this I don't <laughs> want to do this anymore And so It's a normal Stand up show About me And asexuality And whatever And then in the middle There's five minutes About that guy And that's Had you uh,
0: had you already named the show though, so it's called like Luca Muller only talks about the guy who ate a plane. And then you're talking about very
1: personal um, sex life stuff as well.
2: <laughs> I didn't put it in the name, but it is in all the marketing and my registration for it and stuff like really? that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Luca. Well, you're going to uh, get some real plane heads in the crowd. <laughs> but you said it's gone well. So like maybe yeah. they, either they haven't come back or the show is so good that even – I think I must have spoken about this on the podcast before because this was a very formative moment for me Uh Possibly more so than the birth of my child, but uh <laughs> when I saw Pirates of the Caribbean two, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is the p- dead, dead Man's, man's Chest. chest? Yeah. So. Dead Man's Dead Man's what? Cave, Dead Man's
1: Chest. Well, well I remember yeah. it, the,
0: the important thing is it was the one with the Kraken in it.
1: And is I saw is that yeah. three? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yes.
0: I was sa- I was sat next to a lady who was like scowling from, from like the first <laughs> frame. Like, she didn't, she, and I was thinking, this is weird. She's not even giving this movie a chance. And it's like, you know, it's not as good as the first one, but, like, she came in, like, angry. You know what I mean? She came in by herself and angry at this movie. And she sat there with her arms folded and, like, actively frowning. It's quite hard to, like, actively frown those muscles. Yeah, you're putting in effort to do that. Yeah, she was doing that the whole movie, except, guys, except whenever the Kraken was on the screen, (laughs) she, she beamed from ear to ear. It was like it was a totally different person <laughs> that's it's, amazing it's a pretty fun it's a pretty fun monster I would say Kraken yeah I guess so I, I, I mean like I, th- I think it elevated an otherwise like reasonably enjoyable film but I wasn't like f- seething whenever <laughs> the Kraken wasn't on screen mm.
2: do you reckon she's a big like hentai like tentacle <laughs> fan and she thought great finally it's burst into the mainstream cinema <laughs> Yeah,
1: and yet it doesn't get any fucking screen time no, in this movie yeah. there's no
0: there's no romance there it's, there's, uh, there's, there's no tentacle
1: avenger you know yeah
0: it's uh yeah or she's like the kraken's auntie or something <laughs> just, um, but, uh, but Luca I just wonder if you're going to get the equivalent of that lady but with mm. with with plane eating people
2: yeah true true because you said before plane heads and then I was thinking no, I think plane heads would hate that guy because he's <laughs> it's not
0: he's what they're liter-
1: for I think <laughs> that food
2: um, it's one of the worst things you could do with it one, one,
1: one of the obviously biggest comedians in Australia Tommy Little is doing a show this year at the festival I think about how he learned to fly a plane and I think you could actually position yourself as the anti Tommy Little because your show contains material (laughs) about a man who ate a plane so if all the fucking aviation nerds go to Tommy Little's show slash yeah, like yeah. terrorists in training. Let's be honest. They could go to Tommy Little's show as well. Oh, um, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> you know what I mean? The, lo- the laws being such as they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is, uh, just one final question on your show, Luca. Is it, cause you've mentioned it, when you were chatting about there, that the show does involve you talking about your um, uh, uh, asexuality. Is that, is the pivot between eating a plane and asexuality? Is that sort of on a dime turn or is it sort of a, um, <laughs> how do you pivot from one of the stupidest things in the world to a very personal um, thing that you live with and experience every day?
2: Fuck. I just got the fear in me. I thought you were going to say one of the stupidest things in the world to uh, e- <laughs> eating, eating a, plane. a plane. Yeah.
0: I was thinking that too. And I was like, fuck, we're going to have
1: to deal with this on air. Um, we're going to have to just absolutely destroy him yeah. on it. How do you deal with some absolute bullshit and also eating a plane? Huh? <laughs> no. Yeah.
2: It's very, uh, probably about 20 minutes of asexual gear in the show and it all happens and then right after that is when i do the five minutes of plane eating <laughs> stuff and then i go back to normal shit do it
0: as a sorbet <laughs> between courses
2: yeah yeah a little uh, little numbing popcorn hey,
0: can i ask you luca how long did it take the guy to eat the plane
2: it took 27 years.
0: And was it like a was it like a little like Cessna or something?
2: Yeah, it was a Cessna and people often bring that up as though it matters.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm not being like I'm not- <laughs> like, oh, well,
2: fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> but for some reason We do have that human instinct to be like Small,
0: small plane. He's got a light plane, a fucking... light meal Yeah um, is he, Luca, is he the same man or a Different man to the guy Who ate the train
2: uh, Different man but they have the same Condition <laughs>
0: Well, hang on,
1: hang on oh, Eating <laughs> you... transport Or like Do you mean like <laughs> Metal acidic stomach What are you talking about I didn't a- a realise bit This was a response
0: To something in the brain Well I mean obviously I mean everything Is a response To something
1: in the brain When you think about it but
2: like... No this is divine <laughs> <laughs> No they have There's these people Who have Yeah these stomachs That can sort of Break down uh, a, An insane amount of stuff And without really Making them that sick And connected to that they have an impulse that makes them want to do that, and that's wow. sort of how they find out. Yeah, because I was going he, to say,
0: how would you ever learn that about yourself?
2: Yeah, yeah. They, they're just driven to like this guy, Michelle Latito, the plane eater. He um, started he's by French, eating, like, right? He's French. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Ah. <laughs> 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 right. That just yeah, that makes it so like much better for stuff. me <laughs> that he's French because obviously that means he was going to snooty restaurants and asking for planes and stuff. <laughs> bring me, a, bring me a small box made of metal, please, that I can eat. <laughs> Um, oh, look well,
0: where can um where can people see see your show? And and it's at the
2: Yep. It's at the Coopers Inn. Just go to comedyfestival.com.au and search for my name
1: and it'll come up. Hell yeah. But it's only got like a, a week left, so get into it. Damn. Oh, wow. All right. Short run for Luca. Well, with the demand that you'll get after the free to a good home bump, maybe you do an encore <laughs> season or something. Um, Michael.
2: I would love that. And I'll be doing it in Sydney as well. That, that, you could come to that. Oh, hell cool. people hell yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Benjamin. This is a yeah, podcast Michael. where we go through the, the week's class mm-hmm. to find the best and worst things to talk about. Uh, yeah, do you have one is. you want to start us off with?
0: Yeah, I do, ma'am. I do. I do want to, uh, I, you know, I, I always... Also, I also want to talk about our Melbourne show, but we'll do that later. But when you know what, Michael, we're not going to do it at the very end because I have a feeling these snakes who listen to our show mm-hmm. go, here come the plugs, turn it off and put on, you know, cereal true. or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're still S-Town. listening to cereal. <laughs> yeah, they're still listening to S-Town, which is weird. Um, but uh, So we're going to do that later. But, yes, mm-hmm. Michael and look, I do have one. This is a nice, short and sweet one. It was sent in by uh, by one of our listeners um, whose name I have available to me. And what and is who, it, Ben? The The
1: name of the person? Yep. who sent it in, Ben? And, and that's <laughs> you want like the, the first Who's, and you last. You said you've got that name available Yeah, I do. To I'm you. just wondering
0: how you best want me to deliver the name to just you. Just with your mouth as just, words. I just I vocally? The, yep. given name Herb, and then surname. Okay, first. And we want, not like on a library card? We're, no, we're no, to no. Just say it into the microphone, Ben, because you obviously have it. it. Alex Zeri. There it is, it's <laughs> Alex <Nice>. Zeri. <laughs> He's done thank it. Thank you, uh, thank you, Alex, for sending this in. Um, this is a very short and sweet one, guys. Uh-huh. It just says uh, it's a picture of two doors. Uh-huh. Uh, they're glass doors. They're from KFC. <laughs> um, they are detached from a KFC building. Oh. Like it's a, it's a context that you very rarely see KFC doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're like up against a wall.
1: Uh, Uh, and it has like, and it has like all of the KFC trappings on, like obviously has the branding, but it's got like the opening hours. It's got the alarm number (laughs) to call, (laughs) which I, which I question. Yeah. It's got like the chub lock. It's got the American express pull to open situation. It's got it all. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: got, these are, these are in no uncertain terms, the front doors of a KFC. They're Mm -hmm. not automatic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to say, uh, this was listed Oh, Luca, let me ask you. I'm going to put it to you because you don't have the image in front of you so you can't cheat like a snake. (laughs) Um, This is listed in Brisbane, Queensland about a week ago. Uh How much would you pay for these doors?
2: Oh, how much would I pay or how much do I think they're asking for?
0: Well, okay, let's let's do the first question first. Mm-hmm. How much would you personally <laughs> pay for these doors? Look, it seems like the Comedy Fest was going well. You're flush with a bit of cash. <laughs> 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 how, much, uh, how much would you personally pay for KFC doors? Uh, you know, that number can be zero. I'm not... I'm not
2: <laughs> yeah, I have little to no desire okay. to own them. But if they were on the market for... Fifty to hundred dollars. I'd have a hard time saying no to that. Okay, that's interesting
0: because they have asked for one hundred Australian dollars for these doors. Ooh, but,
2: top end of my bargain. But
0: but here is the thing, mate. Here is the thing. <laughs> I think a lot of people are of your mind because uh, they've had to lower it um, <laughs> to to twenty Australian 20 dollars. Twenty dollars. That's ten dollars <laughs> a door. Wow. $10 a KFC door because they are separate
1: doors. Surely the materials yes, alone yes. are worth $20, you know? Oh, mate, if you got it mm. if you got it for scrap, you know yeah. what I mean? I ooh. What would I do with KFC doors if I had them? I mean, obviously you'd you'd put them into your house that is themed like a KFC. Yeah. Or I guess if you're if you own a KFC, that would be useful as well if you need to put some <laughs> extra oh, yeah. doors.
0: Yeah, because I'm looking at it, and you know how they kind of update the kernel every now and again. You know, how oh, they sure. give them a bit of a bit of an update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sexify them. Yeah, the, the queer eye guys come and they do it. <laughs> they, they, they queer eye the kernel. Which uh, which kernel uh, is this? I think this is the present day kernel. Present day is, kernel. I think this is the, the present day iteration of the kernel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, guys, my son's just run into the room. Mo, do you want to talk into the microphone? Hello, Mo. you can come in here. Um, Hello, Um, Mo. You want to say hi to Luca and to Michael? Hi. (laughs) Hi, Mo.
1: It's Mo's first podcast.
0: Mo, do you want Daddy to buy new doors for the house from KFC? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're only $20. you think that's a good price? Yeah. That's a good price? $20. Yeah. yeah. Okay, buddy. Well, can you say bye to Michael and Luca because I have to keep working. Bye. <laughs> See <ya. laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. See buddy.
2: <laughs> that is so sweet. I have very fond memories of when we did the podcast in Sydney at your home mm. and uh, we had to swap rooms halfway through and go <laughs> down into Mo's room and we were all sitting on the floor on little baby furniture. That's right. <laughs> um, I love so, that.
0: Michael, $20 for these doors. Yeah, you absolutely. Know what you, you, know, you know what people sometimes do with doors? Mm. Turn them into tables. Ooh,
1: a coffee Ooh. table of a KFC door.
0: I know. I don't think it'd be very good because looking at this photo, it has like th- at least three levels of surface. Sure, there's, there's the glass like the, level. Yeah, there's the steel and there's, frame. There's the handle. It's yeah, the handle. Mm.
1: Um, I think I would use it maybe to hit someone with is, is there is there a person who you could throw this at and it'd be ironic and funny who who is there an evil person Ronald, Ronald
0: McDonald <laughs> you could beat yeah. you could beat
1: Ronald McDonald <laughs> to
0: death throw with some him KFC it. <laughs> yeah you could bring the hamburger to justice this way as well
2: yeah you could like launch grimace off a roof through the door
0: <laughs> <laughs> now uh, you're right none of these people that we're describing are real um, so, yeah you know what you I mean, I think it would be too many (laughs) layers, but you could probably... Take Morgan Spurlock to Spurlock to town. Oh, is, is he the guy oh, yeah.
1: who, who ate McDonald's every day yeah, for a but year I think or that's something? Too
0: many steps. I think even as you were beating him to death, he'd be like, "No, but I'm the McDonald's guy."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, "Yeah,
0: I know, but like they were selling." But this is in some ways like even more insulting. And he'd be like, "I guess yeah. it just feels a bit feels like this is a hat on hat."
1: <laughs> I can't remember the last time I ate KFC. I I'm trying to think now. I reckon it was. I, I reckon I got the chips in 2012. It Whoa, that might have that might it might have been the last ago. time I had KFC. I think I know. Hum, one of Hum's um, many refuges from me being annoying is she will, um, in her words, go and rage eat KFC till she passes out. Um, <laughs> you must be really fucking annoying. I, I mean, you, you can tell, can't You, you can tell, obviously. Not-
0: <laughs> Imagine these like workers at your local KFC, like seeing her coming with that look in her eye and being like, "Fuck!" Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah. Hings asked her to play another board game has he well yeah we're gonna need a yeah. family pack and a stretcher
2: <laughs> i don't want to delve too deep and make you you know air your dirty laundry no. but what sort of things would
1: you oh, do to drive I mean, just her to like, that oh, point? It's, it's classic stuff for me that i am um, broadly speaking a very negligent person in my life uh, and also <laughs> afraid of all germs so it'll often be like us planning to go to a dinner or a party or something and then last minute me deciding that someone there has definitely got covered and i'm definitely <laughs> not going and then you're having to go by herself to an event which is obviously unfair on her she's got to go to these things by herself and then um, on the way home rage eating KFC uh, you know uh, as a result of that or, or, or literally literally be like me playing Elden Ring too loudly or something I mean there's, there's any number of things I could be doing <laughs> yeah this is kind of endless I'm having dinner
0: with Hum this week what uh, this coming week yep again, I am I, uh, at this point I'm not even invited to these things anymore <laughs> no. and we were and we were trying to decide where to go and I think maybe we'll go okay
1: <laughs> you could both a- a rage eat over how yeah, furious you are in me. your absence. Um, uh, you, can I share one with you guys? Yes, yeah, please. You, you
0: may, Michael. And I, in, in, do you know what? Do you know what, Michael? What? I insist. <laughs> but before we do that, uh, we're going to take a real quick break to listen to an ad. Here it is.
1: Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently: Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago.
0: And that if that was an ad, we think we've got our like we think we've got our <laughs> things sorted, Michael. Like we think we've worked out what we've told the <laughs> advertising people they can't advertise. But if that was an ad for joining the army <laughs> yeah. we beg I beg if really, you do not do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: think That's we, awesome. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before but they, they, when you want to advertise on your podcast they, they send you a big list of everything of all the different categories of ads they'll have and some of them are like laundry detergent or like a gaming mice or whatever and yeah. you to click the things you want Some of the, one of them was hate speech I think another one was <laughs> crime <laughs> No, yeah war crimes war crimes fun. yeah like i I don't want that advertised on our podcast well, yeah and I still really
0: struggle with what that would even be but um we did we did opt out of that it's very funny that we yeah. have to opt out but we did opt out of that I think most people do I've never heard an ad for war crimes on a podcast
2: yeah what is that uh, like Listening to three fellas mucking around by these <laughs> hollow point bullets.
1: <laughs> so, Michael, uh, we've done our yes. we've done our ad. We've All told right. people not to join the army. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, in fact, whatever product it was, we don't endorse it. Now, uh,
0: <laughs> well, yes. Michael, because that could have been an ad for not racism. So, oh, damn. All right. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. Oh, no, we, we just took that know. box. We did
1: take that box. <gasps> Having said that, if I, I so, so the way they do it is they find. Out whatever data they can about you, based on I don't know your phone or whatever the fuck I don't know how it works, and they they try and serve you an ad like Facebook or Twitter or whatever it does. Yeah. If you're getting an ad for not racism, if you've been targeted, <laughs> yeah. well, if you if it's you've true. actually been targeted, and the, the advertising people are like this person needs an ad for not racism. Yeah, I reckon. I don't want you listening to a listen podcast. That's uh, really. on you.
0: I'm comfortable saying that. Fuck um, off. If you got that ad, yes. Now
1: I have a I have a uh, little ad I want to read here that was sent in by about six different people from the uh sydney rough trade group now Uh i would say of those six people um five of them said you're not you you the rules of the rough trade group are you're not allowed to screenshot it so don't tell anyone that we sent it in so i won't reveal the names of the people who sent it in okay but um, what is rough trade I think it's like a buy swap sell one, but it's like an anything goes one. I think. Why it's would the they have that rule? Stuff. Do they know about this podcast? Uh, it's not just this podcast. I think <laughs> it, they just. I think it's more just like they don't want to get screenshotted in other, um, okay. whatever right. groups and stuff where people make fun of, um, you know. Uh, people doing okay. it um, but before i get into it i will just tell everyone there are a couple of tickets left for our melbourne international comedy festival show on the 24th of april guests mm. include guy montgomery zoe coombs mar and a third person who hasn't confirmed with me yet but <laughs> yeah. at least one of the people on stage will have won um best shot at the comedy festival for so that's yeah. pretty fun and um, we won't we won't say
0: who the third person is but can i just say you will you will have some elevation
1: when you (laughs) when you listen to this person uh, I think we could say that not only will I have elevation but you too will have elevation (laughs) and if
0: you come on this bloody Sunday show to uh,
2: let's just say you'll be on the edge of your seat.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's Bono, you fucking moron. <laughs> oh,
1: <shit.
0: laughs> Why was Elevation the first song yeah, that that I did. could think of from the most famous band yeah. in the world? It'll be, it'll it'll be, be quite a the beautiful, beautiful day. day. There That's we go. Probably the
1: better one. <laughs> All, All right, right. Yeah. this was posted in Rough Trade Sydney 2. And mm-hmm. uh, if you guys want to find it, it's in the drive, it's under the it's entitled Butt Plug now. Okay. Yeah. You can see the image there. It's a. It's sort of a, a clear plastic butt plug. That's just there. It's about the. It's slightly bigger than a than a regular size bic lighter. So it's it's. I would say, <laughs> I don't know. It's about uh, ten centimeters tall, maybe three centimeters wide. And it's is it's that a regular light. size or is it a small lighter? I I oh, think it's a big one. I think it's right? a tiny one. Very cool. Yeah, no, it's got
2: to be a normal size. Yeah, I think right. it's a regular a big, size. Yeah, I've I've not really delved into the world of butt plugs, but
1: that seems big, right? Well, here's the thing, Luca. This person <laughs> writes, honestly, cannot believe I'm posting this, but I know this is definitely the place for it. See through, uh, see through me butt plug. So that's a it's a see through butt plug. Um, Never once used because I completely misjudged how big it was when ordering it. The lighter has been included for scale. Very Man. intimidating. Trade uh, for something other uh so trade for something other trade
0: some for other some sexual. other sexual
1: toy just nothing yeah, to yeah. that big uh, and it's located in sydney now the first comment <laughs> you can see underneath that is from someone called vivian who just writes you call that big <laughs> and then if you look at the next screenshot which is butt plug two You'll yeah. see a series of people who are just calling the original person a fucking coward for their tiny butt plug. Neil writes, that's the problem with young people today. No ambition.
0: That's amazing. There's, and somebody's just like tagged somebody as if like, hey, get a load of this with this yeah. tiny butt plug. Uh,
1: Paula writes, it's only intimidating once. And then uh, Odie writes, that's not big. This is big. And has shown a, uh, posted a picture of their own quite frankly, bigger than a hand butt plug, which is this shiny thing.
0: That's like an an enormous yam.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is, that's, yeah, sweet potato size. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, I don't know if anyone here is, uh, Ben or Luke, I don't know if you're in, um, frankly, the the market for the coward's butt plug, the tiniest butt plug that could. um, But (laughs) if if I was in the market for one, I wouldn't want to buy this one because- you know, if, if you if you post in this thing, oh, hey, I'm interested in this, you're just going to have a bunch of people being like, you fucking tiny-ass loser. What's yeah, wrong what with DM? you got to
0: DM. Yeah, you got to yeah, take it off name. you got to DM. <laughs> or you're just going to be like, oh, can I have that as a novelty for like
1: a gift as like a really uh, comically small butt plug? <laughs> I'm going to be giving this to my friend as a joke uh, because yeah. we're always making fun of how tiny their butthole is <laughs> and how cowardly they are and accepting things into their butthole.
0: So this yeah. is a perfect gift for them
1: for them to have.
2: Uh, I'm actually friends with the guy with the tiniest beehole on Earth. <laughs> <so.
0: laughs>
1: so this would be ah, good for that. It. Ah, It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Let me just say that he
0: would have a beautiful day
1: with this. <laughs> <laughs> this butt plug will keep him on the edge that's an edging joke that's an edging joke about um youtube yeah
0: we talk about the edge a lot on this podcast i I don't think i would
1: recognize him if he walked into the abc i don't think i'd recognize him he's got a very distinctive look i recognize bono because of the glasses but i don't think i'd recognize the edge luca would you recognize The the edge The edge is beanie and glasses, is that right? Beanie, glasses, and a kind of Craig David goatee from memory. Yeah. Yeah, I'd know the edge. Uh, I know the I've, edge. I've googled the edge, and what I've found is the. Um,
0: I think I just described Ali G. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, wears um, the yellow tracksuit. There's <laughs> a. There's <Yakuza>. a <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with Dodie Alpha Ed. Um, no, uh, that'd be
2: sick if another one of that guy's characters was the edge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sasha Barakone, He does Borat. He does Ali G. He also he also plays guitar in You <laughs> uh, Too.
2: Very funny in that role, but quite good at guitar. It turns out the
1: Edge is also, and I've forgotten this, the name of a radio station in Sydney, ninety six point yeah. one, The Edge. Um, yeah. And it, and for a long time, the Edge radio station was hosted by a guy I went to primary school with called uh, Mike Mike E. Um, so from Illawong Public School to you, are you pronouncing the name Mikey in a weird way? No, nah, his name's <laughs> Michael Etheridge, but he goes by Mike E. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Um, Oh boy! anyway we went to primary school together he worked at the edge for many years i haven't spoken to him since we were in primary school so 400 years ago um but uh a mutual friend of mine sorry but someone i went to we went to primary school with got in touch with me about a year ago and was like, Oh my goodness. How funny is this that you have a radio show? And also Michael Etheridge has a radio show. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny. And then they were like, "Uh, I've never listened to your show before. I'm, you know, I'm going to start listening to it. I was like, Oh, great. And then like two days later, they were like, Mike F. Mike Etheridge is so much better at radio than you. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for one thing, he's got a radio handle. I mean, I guess your hing is. Yeah, you, know. do you guys. Speaking yeah. of handles, just like you know, a name just popped into my head when you said Mike E. Mm-hmm. Completely unbidden, it was like a borderline obtrusive thought. Do you? <laughs> do you? Does the name McG mean anything to either of you guys? McG. McG.
2: That rings a bell, but I don't know
0: what okay, it is. Okay, so is this? He's an American director who directed like the first Charlie's Angels and he just goes by McG. I just tried to Google him to see what he's up to, not realizing that what I was actually Googling was MCG. So it was,
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> the giant stadium in Melbourne. The 100,000 person stadium. The greatest sporting coliseum in the country. <laughs>
0: yeah. So he's done, yeah, he... Just goes by McGee. and now he's like kind of like when he was directing Charlie's angels, he was like this really young. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say cool guy. Um, now he's just like a fucking 45 year old guy called McG. Um <laughs> No, like old, like almost 50. Uh, the last thing he directed of note was hutchy muchy, uh, the bad Terminator <laughs> in 2009. Ew. Um, he executive produced the reboot of Turner and Hooch. That's what McGee has been doing. He, oh, he what? He was the EP on Turner and Hooch. Turner yeah. and Hooch, the reboot.
1: Oh, they I, see. It. I see. I see. I see. I don't know if it that? was a
0: gritty reboot uh It doesn't look like it was a gritty reboot. A re- gritty <laughs> reboot of Turner and Hooch would be great, though. <laughs> ma- Hooch mauls people to death. I was about to say I, I can't remember if Turner or Hooch is the dog, and then I thought about it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it's likely going to be Hooch. <laughs>
2: it's the, it's the dog. <laughs> What's up? I'm Hooch. This is my dog. Turner.
0: <laughs> Can I uh, tell you guys? And I'm sure. And fuck it, because I've just I've basically said every word that I've like every word I know in every order that's possible on this podcast. Uh-huh. So I will make no apologies for telling this story twice. <laughs> if I told it like 10 years ago, but I used to work at JB hi-fi guys. You were I at JB hi-fi for about a
1: month. I think,
0: were you? I was at JB Fuck you. I was at JB hi-fi over the entire Christmas period. <laughs> okay. So two months then. <laughs> two months. And then I was fired for not stealing. What they thought I've, t- I've definitely said they thought I'd stop. Luca, what happened is this. <laughs> We used to be able to take DVDs home to review. You know when they do those fun reviews? Oh, yeah, that was always cool. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, cool, this is, this is an indie store. Um, <laughs> what did I you took, write a review for? I, w- I took home Dr. House to review the second season or something.
1: Dr. Um, House, the Hugh Laurie, um, Hugh Laurie, his, his, I, his breakthrough role in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, it was probably Stuart Little, if I'm honest. Um, that, that was his breakthrough. Not that I, not that I took
1: Oh, sure, me. sure, sure. Okay.
0: Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I reviewed it. I put it back on the shelf and then look at the, um, the, the, my boss was like, Did you enter it into the system that you took it and then returned it? And I was like, No, I didn't. I just took it with mm-hmm. me. And he's like, Well, then you could have stolen it because stock take is always out by one or two. And I was like, That's insane. Why would I steal a DVD doing that?
1: Yeah. Why would I steal really- a DVD where I can just part it from the internet? Because that business model is <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, I said worse than that. I said, Listen, you shithead. I
0: didn't say shithead. <laughs> I said, Listen, man. Because we went back and forth for a long time. And then I was like, Listen, man, if I wanted to steal a DVD, I wouldn't do it that way here's how i do it and then i sort of like outlined like a reasonably simple but slightly like involved way that i would steal dozens of dvds that i'd clearly been thinking about um, it's a real oj shit yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if i'd done it it's how i would have
0: anyway though when i was working there guys a lady came up to me and said i'm looking for a movie And I really prided myself on being really good at this when they were like, I'm looking for a movie where ah, this happens. And I think this person, and I was able to be like, bam, it's that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it, most of the time, weirdly, I did like most of the time. I was like, "It's Point Break." What you're thinking of is Point Break. So I'm, I don't know why that movie had so much cut through, but not its name. But it was Point Break. But this time, a lady came up to me and was like, oh, "I'm looking for a I'm looking for a, uh, a a movie where there's a detective and he's got a dog and it's about the dog and the detective." And I was like, "Turn on Hooch, You have to turn on Hooch. She's like, "No, I've seen that." And I was like, wait, what? You're not looking for a specific film? You're looking for just a film.
1: (laughs) You know know that that classic (laughs) genre of film where it's a detective teaming up with his dog?
0: (laughs) And I was like, well, the canine. She's like, I've seen that. I'm like, I think you're out of options,
1: lady. like? (laughs) That's incredible. Um, One of my favourite things to ask people about is how they would, if they did, how they would have stolen or ripped off their old casual jobs they would have had as a teenager. Um, uh, I'm happy to tell my stories about how to to steal things from the bottle shop, but uh, Luca, you've had probably a bunch of casual uh, jobs throughout your life. Have you ever thought about ripping them off or doing a heist?
2: Oh yeah, are we talking in hypotheticals? I've thought about it and acting as though we don't, we
1: haven't done yes. it. Yes, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I imagine what we don't want to do is admit to crimes on the podcast. <laughs> Nonsense! That Kennedy fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> The thing well, is You if, need a second shoot up Okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well if I I also used to work At a bottle shop And if I would have Have stolen from there mm. Perhaps maybe In a hypothetical realm That was always easy It was always like The cool um, The promo stuff Like the stubby yeah. holders Of course and the, Any, of Anything course. in a magnum yep. Yep. Yeah Yeah yep. Yep. Yeah the, the big ones that I got into was one year Frangelico, you know, like the hazelnut liqueur <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That, co- that comes in a, a bottle the shape of a monk. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Very familiar a bu- with it. Beautiful drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one year they were doing these uh, Christmas promo candles and the candles were supposedly going to smell like sort of a hazelnut, a nice hazelnutty smell. Sure, yeah. And so I thought, great, let's, let's hypothetically line my pockets with these. And, <laughs> well, I'm stealing a bunch of
1: hazelnut candles. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny when you're like 22 and you're like yeah this will be great. I'll just steal a bunch of these and you're like what the fuck yeah. are you going to do with
2: this <laughs> and then I lit it up for the first time and it's got to be like top 10 worst smells <laughs> I've ever smelled I reckon <laughs> it was so like acrid and chemically and just yeah. an invasion of the nose and so I just started. to I would have expected
0: better, a better of the promotional Frangelico candle if I'm honest
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have really that's really disappointing to me um, <laughs> Ben and I used to work at a bottle shop and uh, a couple things obviously uh yes Promo promo stuff great the best we mm-hmm. used to get little um uh tasting samples of different types Ooh, of liquors yeah. uh, and stuff and we worked in a lot of like uh, plum wine from yeah Korea. we worked in like a korean yeah. slash chinatown part of sydney and yeah. so we'd often get like um like uh chinese rice wines that frankly i couldn't like i cannot drink, I uh, uh, just don't have the stomach for it, but also Korean plum and uh, raspberry wines, mm. and they came with this little cute little um, sort of grenade style, I would yeah. say grenade-shaped uh, liqueurs. Yeah, I, kn- just get I know that shape. often just get fucked yeah. up on as we walked home from the bottle shop. Um, so obviously those, but those are, those are sample cereal. I had to steal those. That's a given. That's an oh, absolute you have to. given. That's,
0: that's why the reps send them out, guys. Exactly. That's why they send, they them, send out. them out. so you can
1: steal them. If I was going to um, steal Booze from the bottle shop, though. Um, mm. What I would do, and I, and bearing in mind, I don't drink anymore. But what I would do is mm. um, what most of, what many of the people who worked at the shop do, and that is. Um, have an open beer behind the counter and then drink on the job. That's what I would yeah, do. Yeah, it's a real Ocean's Eleven style heist a real situation. There was a guy I worked with whose name was also Ben. Not this Ben, a different Ben. Although Ben mm-hmm. did work there, I think you'd left by the time I worked with this guy. He was a very troubled individual. Did you work at the bottle shop longer than me? Way longer. I was there for like seven years or something. Yeah, I was there wow. forever. Um, I think you went on Sheesh. to. I think. I think when you were working doing captioning at the ABC, I was still at the bottle shop, I think. Is that like the years.
0: one time, the one weird moment in our careers where I've done better than you? <laughs> at, like, <laughs> at like a single <laughs> moment in time.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so on that inspirational note, that is where Luca's recording cuts out. And it's a shame because the last 10 minutes of the show were, I mean, some of the most transcendent podcasting um, that, you would have ever heard. I think it would have probably changed the lives of every single person who listened to it, uh, for the better. But as it stands, his, uh, his recorder ran out of, uh, of, of space and, uh, you just have to keep living, uh, your horrible lives as it is. Uh, basically what we talked about in the last 10 minutes, uh, were the, were the shows that we were doing. Uh, you can check out Luca's show uh, for the next couple of weeks at the normal comedy festival, just by Googling Luca Muller, M I C. F. And I go on to say in those 10 minutes that, uh, there are a handful of tickets left for, um, our Melbourne show, and we will be selling some brand new merch there. Uh, Luca then went on to say that he still has his free to work at home water bottle, but has put a sticker over the, uh, over the words that say not full of cum, uh, which, you know, is hurtful to be honest, cause we didn't give him that bottle to put a sticker over it, but he still did it anyway and uh, I guess uh, that just sort of speaks to his character. Anyway sorry that it is a little bit of a short ep uh, this time round uh, we will keep an eye and I will start doing backups. I told Demi Ladner that uh, uh, after, after by the way this podcast I did go bouldering as as promised and it was, a, it was a delight but I told Demi that I've lost uh, the recording and I've lost one of her recordings before too and she was pretty mad at me for, for quite a while on Lucas' behalf so next time I will be doing Zoom backups. I usually do. I forgot this time. So friggin sue me in a court of law, Demi. Uh, if you want to get ticks to either of those shows, please do so. Treat yourself to, to, to that. And uh, until next time, and you got to imagine that our guest and Hing are saying this too. Bye. Um, bye.
1: If you like pina coladas,